0: What's up and how are you? I'm back again, your host, Sean Nevels with the Shape America podcast. And for the love of Health and Physical Education Week is upon us. This year is February 27th through March 3rd, and on to chat with us about that. We're checking in with members from the Shape America Recruitment and Retention Task Force. If anybody remembers, we had this same conversation just this time last year back in 2022 with this group, one of our uh, highest uh, rated episodes of 2022. So on for this episode, I have back Emily Jones, Professor of Physical Education, Teacher Education at Illinois State University and Ben Schwamberger, Associate Professor of Health and Physical Education at Minnesota State University, Mankato. All right, Emily, go ahead and introduce yourself to the group group real quick. Tell us how you're doing.
1: Hey, Sean. Hey, thanks, everybody. We're so glad to have you join us. Yeah, my name is Emily Jones. I'm a professor here at Illinois State University. I have the beautiful opportunity of working with some fantastic colleagues and students here in Central Illinois, and also get to lead this uh, wonderful dynamic group of task force members. We've got task force members from uh, PE teacher education, health teacher education. We've got some beautiful practitioners who are doing amazing things in our schools, and it's beautiful to hear their voices and see what's going on in uh, K-12 education. We have some graduate students who've joined our task force and uh, folks from uh, departments of education as well. So this group of, of members who are representing a wide swath of, of stakeholders within our physical education and health education community um, meet on a regular basis. And I'm just really excited to share with you all what we're doing as a task force and how you can get involved. So thanks for having us, Sean.
0: Oh, like always. Ben, how are you?
2: Doing great. Um, And as Emily said, we're just getting ready and gearing up for the love of physical education and health education week. And we've got some unique things, I think, that we're going to roll out. So, you know, hopefully those that are going to take, you know, take it in like they did last year, we'll we'll find some uh, things that will help that they can add to their teacher toolbox, so to speak. I do appreciate it. Emily,
0: coming back to you, I know we talked about it again, like I said, you know, the episode from last year, but again, for our audience, just kind of, you know, recap and give us an explanation of what the Shape America Re- uh, Recruitment and Retention Task Force does.
1: Yeah, we meet regularly and talk through some critical things that that impact why folks might choose physical education or health education as a career why they might enter a college program that might uh, prepare them to know what it means to be a teacher in school, uh, and why folks stay in the the field or perhaps why they might not. And so we talked through some different strategies and and factors that might influence college and career choice. And uh, really what we're trying to do is look at this complex issue from lots of different angles, which is why we've got people across different stages of career and why we invite and try to reach out to individuals who have different perspectives from and across the PE system, if you would, or the health system or our education system. We want to make sure that that we're looking at this, this from lots of different angles. And so we meet on a regular basis. We talk through some of these uh, um, issues and factors that influence why someone might uh, enter and stay within our, our field. And probably more importantly, we're trying to really help us all see that we're on mission together, that the health and well-being of kids, families, and communities, and, and teachers is our is our mission. And when we are thinking about recruiting and retaining high-quality people into our our sphere of influence, uh, what types of resources might be helpful for them in communicating what teachers do in schools and why why health NPEs? and how we can partner and connect with those in schools and beyond schools to be on mission together. So we're working to develop some resources that can be tangible, that folks can implement right away and uh, communicate with those within their schools and beyond about um, the great work that's happening uh, in health and PE.
0: I appreciate that. I might might come back to those resources here in a bit. Ben, going to you, Um, you know, since we last spoke, you know, a lot of energy, you know, we had Dr. Ramsey on as well, and uh, Amy Dawson on that conversation. Can you tell the audience, you know, some of the progress that's happened around the task force in the past year?
2: Sure, yeah, I think, um, you know, a lot of our focus does tie into this for the love of Health and Physical Education Week, and I think, you know, this fall when we were collectively meeting one of the big things we wanted to think about was what kind of unique perspectives can we potentially bring? And that kind of got us onto the topic of kind of key stakeholders. So we know what our jobs are as health educators, physical educators, adapted physical educators, but looking from it from an outside perspective, who are these other individuals who still play a key role in kind of what Emily highlighted in terms of, you know, health and well-being of kids, So that got us on to looking at, you know, a lot of other individuals that we can maybe bring in to offer kind of their perspective and background. Um, So for example, you know, some of the key stakeholders that, you know, listeners will hear or hear from are pediatricians, counselors, um, individuals who work for the Department of Natural Resources. So a big thing with with what we looked at and 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 found was there's a lot of other people out there that are trying to do the same thing we are, and if we can collectively bring everybody together um, and, and understand that it's not just me, there's all these other individuals um, who have this sole focus of trying to create active, engaged, lifelong learners. Um, I think it's going to benefit everybody. So that was a big push that we kind of talked about um, and are going to be kind of rolling out um, when when for the love of health and physical education. Week um, comes near the end of February.
0: You know, when you mentioned some of those stakeholders like pediatricians and things like that, it really brings home the fact that you know health and physical educators we fall in line of the space of public health. You know, and the work that you know those future educators, you know, future educators are going to get into, and current educators, you know, when we, you know as you're talking about, you know, how we impact the healthy outcomes with physical activity, um, you know, concepts around health education, it it truly matters that we we engage those stakeholders because we're just as part of public health as they are. So, you know, that's awesome to hear everybody that's involved with that. Emily, anything to add to that?
1: You know, we are also recognizing that we can do a better job of communicating our mission and vision to those folks around us. Um, We sometimes talk in amongst our group and nod and go, yes, yes, I know, I do the same thing. Yeah, I'm seeing that in my kids too, or I'm not sure how to handle that and I need some support. Um, Sometimes we forget to ask people outside of our current realm, right? So we've got college and career coaches in our schools and guidance counselors in our schools who are talking to kids about mental and emotional health and well-being, We've got guidance counselors and career counselors who are encouraging young people to kind of be reflective about what skill sets and attributes and 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 goals they have for themselves. And um, when we can kind of step maybe beyond our comfort zone and reach out to some of those folks that we also know um, have influence in the young people's lives. Um, again, we're we're stronger together. And so, kind of from a collective we um some of these folks we've talked to have said i don't know your need unless they tell me right and so we we've been really inspired by the the receptivity that these folks these stakeholders these individuals who probably are in your backyard who have said i'd love to help teachers i'd love to support teachers i know they're they're working hard and they're probably facing things that that i might have resources for, and maybe we could partner um so it's it's been super exciting not only in our group but then to be able to reach out and um have that type of response so um it's been really exciting sean
0: you know that, and that's awesome you know it's because our teacher you know our teachers need you know need that support so any you know like you said if extending outside of just the health and physical education community to, to build those relationships um, with other health professionals to really support those teachers, because we, you know, uh, you know, giving them that support essentially impacts the outcomes we want to see out of our students. So, you know, again, good points on both ends there. So let's get to it the week for the love of HPE week, February 27th through March 3rd this year. Tell us what do we have to look forward to this, that coming week?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think um, you're going to see some of the stuff that you did still see from last year because I think we found that there were some good things um, that were highlighted. But as Emily and I just both talked about, it's really kind of connecting with a lot of these unique key stakeholders who individuals who teachers might not realize and might not be aware of um, that are in their backyard, as Emily highlighted that they can connect with. And I think one of the things Emily, you know, highlighted was, you know, oftentimes I think health educators, physical educators tend to feel like they're on their own. They're almost siloed where, you know, in actuality, there's a lot of resources I think around them. There's a lot of of individuals, other professionals, albeit not in education, but in outside fields that are very willing to, you know, collaborate, so to speak, to kind of find a way to make sure, you know, students have what they need. Um, And again, that we're promoting kind of a physically active health enhancing lifestyle.
1: So during the week of health so this year for the love of HPE week, what you can expect is each day we're going to roll out a couple audio clips and podcasts from these dynamic professionals. So task force members have spent the last two months reaching out to some professionals in different sectors and have had conversations. Those conversations I've asked these folks about you know, what are some of the realities um, of the job that you do? How do you see potential partnerships with school professionals? How have you partnered with school professionals? How would you like to partner with school professionals with the aim and vision of health and well being of children, families, teachers, and communities? So each day you're going to hear and you're going to see on uh, Shape America's social platforms. Um, a couple podcasts each day they're gonna roll out. Those are gonna be from community partners, like individuals from departments of natural resources. You're gonna have community partners, individuals from uh, Roadrunner Group who are leading large organizations that promote health and well-being across the lifestyle. You're gonna hear from uh, business owners, small business owners who are consulting and partnering with adapted physical education professionals and supporting the the, um, teachers who are doing the great work to provide diverse and individualized experiences for children. You're gonna hear from pediatricians, physical therapists. Uh, You're gonna hear from current PhD candidates who who are training to be future teacher educators and what their vision for the future of tra- future training of teachers might look like. We've got some dynamic current PE teachers who are gonna share their perspective. We've got some classroom teachers who are gonna share their perspective. We've got community college professionals who are ready to gear up and say, we can partner better with four-year institutions. We've got some individuals who are representing general practitioners our healthcare providers who work with children and uh, individuals from across the lifespan it's going to be awesome Sean yes. and so um, so hold on right like we're trying to make these conversations digestible because gosh you know what we started talking to these folks and all of a sudden we're at 60 minutes and you know who's going to sit down and listen for a 60-minute conversation, so we're really going to uh, we're going to use this content. And if we don't have 60-minute clips, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna synthesize this into that into um, pieces that that you know we really think are critical to share. And um, and so we're excited to we're excited to have the voices of these folks. Um, hopefully, inspire our health and PE colleagues. And uh, if nothing else, let them know that maybe there's somebody in their backyard that is just as dynamic uh, and, uh, and and interested in partnering, so, just like these folks that we're talking to.
0: Yeah, sounds like a lot of great conversations to come here soon. One thing you did mention was resources. Are there? So, I mean, if if you could say some of those resources that might come out, if not, what resources exist now that people can can
2: use? I think a couple resources um, is just tuning in, but just finding out how the connections can be made. So, for example, I think in what Emily was highlighting, in all of the interviews that I did with these individuals who were tied to other professions, there was a clear connection between what our end goal was, Um, even though, right, I was a physical education teacher. I spoke with a pediatrician there was a clear connection between what our end goal was um and in again understanding that teachers can't be afraid to just reach out and send that initial email to start to start that ball rolling so to speak so you know from my perspective and what I hope from the for the love of PE health and PE is just understanding that there are these Resources within all of our communities um, that I we hope individuals will reach out to after they learn a little bit more about them and how that connection can be made, um, and it, I think is a big takeaway.
1: Yeah, Shape America has invested a website for us uh, recruitment and retention efforts, and uh, we can maybe direct folks to that website uh here within the podcast or links to the podcast and what they're going to yeah what they're going to find there son uh are some infographics that uh, illustrate just the role that different folks can play in recruiting retaining and promoting what it is that we do in schools for for children and communities Uh, what they're going to find there are some current uh, and um, past research articles that talk about strategies for recruiting students into uh, the field and talking to them about what it means to to do this type of work. There's some blog resources that can be shared out to school administrators uh, and parents about what it means to do this kind of work and its significance and its value. And uh, what we're rolling out, Sean, what we're working on as a task force are some resources for school professionals. Uh, So whether that is community college, colleagues, uh, guidance counselors and college and career folks, or university faculty who have possibly a role in recruiting students, thinking and talking to prospective individuals about what it means um, and resources and tools that they can then um, take and share with others. Uh, So we're working on building out content that um, you can, we can tailor and draft, or you can tailor for your setting, uh, sort of a template, so you don't have to start from scratch. Um, and that's all going to be posted and available on that Cape America Recruitment and Retention webpage.
0: And I will make sure we will make sure to drop that link to that to that page with along with this podcast. Uh, before I let you all sign off, going back to Emily, you mentioned a complex issue and a thing I thought about in coming into this conversation as compared to last year is college enrollment. Uh, we, You know, we continue to see a decline in college enrollment, just not at the rate we saw it, you know, early pandemic in the year after. So how has that impacted or hasn't impacted enrollment as far as our heat programs and heat programs go
1: really really good conversation it is complex um why people choose a career is significant and um it's it's neat to think about why someone starts in a career um what we're seeing at the university level at least within my realm uh is actually growth um whether that is uh first-time freshmen who are coming right out of high school programs. We've got a huge population of individuals who've chosen uh, community college or two-year degrees first, which is wise in a lot of cases um, to go to a two-year and get associate's degree before they jump into a a four-year institution, perhaps. Um, We also see a lot of folks changing careers right now, mid-career or mid-life. They're going, I wanna transition into teaching. And so there's some alternative certification programs that different institutions and uh, different parts of the country are, are tapping into to help people find their passion. I didn't know before I was in business. I really think my heart's in education. How can I get a, a license to impact kids and communities? Um, so I'm seeing growth, Sean, um, the, the program that I get to work with. We've seen exponential growth we've we're the third largest growing program at our institution this last academic year um, which is substantial so so what we're seeing is is more students choosing health and physical education um, I tell you what though we still need folks with diverse backgrounds to join the ranks we need folks from uh, different race and ethnicities people who have um, a swath of of who are, are linguistically, you know, can connect with students who are in the schools. People who have different backgrounds, um, uh, lifestyles. We need we need a, a workforce that represents the children who are in the schools. And and so I uh, compel folks to you know think about to think about um, encouraging those from from diverse backgrounds and life experiences to consider health and PE as a field.
0: Well, Emily, when they have a champion like you, of course, they're going to get some growth, right? And, you know, shout out to people that are doing the leg work to, to make sure that growth happens in their programs. Um, and, you know, the issue around just recruitment of, you know, diversity in general, that's a whole not, we can go into a whole nother section of this conversation. We'll probably save that for the EDI podcast later on. Ben, anything to add on to that point?
2: Well, I mean, actually, you know, one of the key stakeholders are. holders that I had the opportunity to talk with was from the community college sector. And obviously not all PEET heat programs are going to be growing. So we have to kind of think outside the box. And um, in my conversation with this individual who is at the community college level, um, he's very interested in trying to create more of a collaboration between PEET heat programs, because it's a great pathway um, for those potential students that may be interested in teaching to transfer in from those two-year community colleges. So I think you know if we can really develop that as a partnership more across universities and granted, it de- it's very dependent on state licensure requirements but um, I think're we're, we're in a teacher shortage across all subject matters. I know health and physical education being one of them. Um, we, we need to creatively find ways to recruit and I think in speaking with um, this individual, which you will learn more through um, the for the love of health and physical education week. uh, He was very clear in that, you know, he wants to create these partnerships with four year institutions because it's only going to help everybody
0: know the it's it's about those relationships and partnerships they you know we supporting each other and amplifying our message and really just being there for everybody so i will allow our guests to sign off ben i'll go back to you first and signing off you know the conference is coming up here soon uh go ahead if you like you know plug what you got going on for the shape america uh national convention and expo happening in seattle washington
2: Sure. So I am also on the Professional Preparation Council through Shape America. And um, if individuals remember last year, we uh, started with on Tuesday, what is known as the HEPs Conference tied to kind of higher education. So that's going to be occurring uh, on Tuesday as well. So we'll be doing some presentations tied to that also geared towards recruitment and retention, um, and I'll also be doing a, providing um, a little bit of research in my own background area, which deals with homeschool physical education programs. So um, I'm looking forward to it uh, and seeing, again, all of these people who I only see sometimes through Zoom actually seeing in person. Nice. All right, Emily, your chance. What
0: you got going on for the Shape America National Convention and Expo happening in Seattle, Washington?
1: All right, I'm going to see Ben at the HEPs meeting on Tuesday of that week. Um, interestingly, the, there's a roundtable discussion I get to lead uh, with with a team about artificial intelligence in in health and physical education, and what perhaps potentials and pitfalls we need to be mindful of as we talk about these new Chat GPT tools that are coming up for for us to use. On this. and so, um, trying to stay ahead of what this might mean for us and how we can be innovative in thinking about utilizing technology and how we need to be mindful about uh, how we teach students and learners how to use this. Um, Then later in the week, I've got a really amazing research team. Uh, We're gonna be presenting on uh, diversifying the PE teacher pipeline and uh, hearing from students of color who are enrolled in PEET programs Um, And uh, their lived experiences. So we're super excited to share that research and uh, excited to, um, you know, welcome folks who've never been to uh, Shape America National Convention before and um, reunite with those who we've seen across the years.
0: There you go. And again, the Shape America National Convention and Expo happened in March 28th through April 1st. But there you have it. Emily Jones from Illinois State University and Ben Schwamberger from Minnesota State University of Mankato with the Shape America Recruitment and Retention Task Force. Make sure you plug in that week, week of, for the love of health and physical education, week february 27th through march 3rd again thank you emily thank you ben for being here make sure you check out their audio clips and resources of that week all right plug in make sure you're there you all take care and thanks for listening